0: Hello everyone and welcome to our second autism podcast. Today I will be talking about communication and the impact a lack of effective communication skills can have on a person with autism. I also want to link this podcast with our autism and communication policy that can be found on the SJOG yes staffs poll. Communication is a fundamental part of any person's wellbeing. We use communication to greet people, say how we are feeling and to express our wants and needs to those around us. We can do this in many different ways, and it is thought that 60 to 70% of human communication is actually nonverbal, meaning our expressions, body language, demeanour, and eye contact are just as important as verbal language. Communication difficulties are one of the main characteristics that can define a diagnosis of autism, and these difficulties are expressed and experienced in a different way by each individual autistic person. When we reference expressive communication, we are talking about how the individual is able to tell people around them what they need or how they are feeling at that moment in time. Expressive communication also includes the expression and understanding of appropriate emotional responses and how we actively interact and develop meaningful relationships. Some barriers to effective communication can be lack of verbal language, inability to read or write, impulsive behaviours, diagnosis or physical condition and extreme anxieties. If the person is unable to effectively express themselves, this is often where the person will experience stress and this can present in the form of challenging behaviour. Challenging behaviour can be an objective term in that the behaviour is a challenge to those around the person. However, when we evaluate behaviour holistically, it is often the inability to communicate that is leading to this frustration and the presentation of behaviour when a more acceptable and effective means of communication is not yet available to them. It is our job to support that person to look for alternative methods of communication instead of using behaviour. What we must also consider in our practice is that effective communication includes how the person understands what is being communicated to them. This is what we call receptive communication skills. Receptive communication not only requires the ability to listen attentively, process verbal language, and interpret pitch and tone, it also implies a level of intellect that the individual can understand what is being said to them. They must also then interpret the unwritten rules of social communication by applying context, sequence and thought to a situation and being able to read body language and expressions of others to then associate an appropriate response or reaction. How information is processed and how the autistic person develops and associates a response can be influenced by lots of factors. This can include what is going on around the person. Have we considered sensory processing disorders? So when we are communicating with somebody, are we looking at the noise levels in the environment? Have we looked at whether or not the person is comfortable or whether or not there is distractions? We also look at difficulties with theory of mind. So this can mean that the person is unable to interpret a situation or the intent of the communicator. Are they able to read the body language? Are they able to understand facial expressions? Can they also interpret the pitch and tone of your voice as to whether or not you are asking a question or whether or not you are you are telling the person that they are doing something wrong? We also must look at how the person is feeling at the times in terms of their physical health, but equally considering whether the person is already feeling stressed or their behaviour is escalating. Could they be overtired? Could it be close to lunchtime? Have you considered that the person is hungry and they are unable to communicate because they have an internal need? Is what is being communicated to the person of tangible interest? We often tend to communicate using lots of language. As I've described before, receptive communication skills require a lot of of complex pathways to be developed for that person to be able to incite an appropriate response. Too much language can often hinder that. So although communication may appear to be a simple process between ourselves and our colleagues, this process is extremely complex and can be difficult to the person with autism. The person can feel very isolated, anxious and can struggle with day-to-day activities and routines that will impact on their overall well-being and place in the community if they are unable to actively communicate. In order to support this, we must adapt our skills and practice (coughs) effectively and aim to do this in the context of quality of life. Through the S-Jog Autism Practice Model, we assess the person and develop an effective autism profile. This also includes an in-depth assessment of the person's communication and associated comorbid factors that can impact understanding. Once we have completed this assessment, we can then begin to develop communication passports and support planning to reflect proactive strategies around support and expression and understanding. Within s we have the expertise and knowledge to review a range of communication methods, such as picture exchange communication system, or PECS for short, um, talk of maths and the use of technology such as magic tables and iPads. We consistently review the efficacy of our strategies and in line with the Job positive behaviour support practice model we aim to help the autistic person find alternative communication and coping strategies to reduce behaviour that challenges. This in turn supports more opportunities for the person and increases their quality of life. As described at the start of this podcast, our policy on autism and communication outlines our commitment to good autism practice and through our policy, we aim to support the autistic person to develop acceptable and effective functional communication skills, develop our own knowledge and understanding in line with change in research and practice, develop and embed knowledge and understanding of communication strategies across teams that support autistic people. Support the autistic person to access a range of communicative aids and develop accessible information to support understanding and learning. Support the autistic person to develop their communication skills and initiate communication so that they become able to affect change and less reliant on other people to have their wants and needs met. We aim to identify and create opportunities for people to engage in social communication throughout the day and increase autism awareness and acceptance in local communities. And we aim to teach people with autism and awareness of self and others in order to enable them to become more competent social partners in a world where interaction is of prime importance. Thank you to everyone who has listened today and for any further support or information around autism and communication, please check out our website and our staff portal.